Hello and welcome to Dana's Disney Days. My name is Dana and this is episode three where I'm sharing what I would do if I were actually at the parks for my vacation that I recently had to cancel. So, <laughs> so this is that podcast where basically all of the information that I had to acquire in order to schedule a Disney vacation, I do not want all of that acquired knowledge to just dissipate into the atmosphere. I have to dump it somewhere. So here we are together. Basically what I'm doing is I had all of these plans and I thought to myself, the Disney experience application allows for you to somewhat kind of practice remotely the things that you can potentially pull if you were in the parks and have purchased Genie Plus or if you wish to purchase an individual attraction selection. And so what I'm doing today is going in real time what my park strategy would have been for day two and day three. So literally I am waking up on January the 23rd, it's January the 23rd and then January the 24th in this episode, I'm, I'm recording this from the future. So, but I woke up on those mornings, January the 23rd, January the 24th and actually went through the day via the Disney My Experience app remotely to see what rides could I ride when, what mo mobile orders could I place at what time, that sort of thing. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, welcome. I hope you've listened to episode one and two. And in this little series, since I only had a four day uh, park hopper admission, it's, it's gonna be a total of four days, but I already know that I'm planning to do one of these at least once a week because I kind of play in this app for fun in that way anyway, so why not? As I'm learning more about the app and as Jeannie changes over time, which I'm sure Disney will do, um, I can actually keep up the knowledge that I know. So whenever I do get to uh, reschedule my trip, I'll already be up on all the things Disney and it will, it will scratch the Disney itch somewhat in that interim. All right, so let's go. Yesterday, we had a very, very fun-filled and exhausting day starting at Animal Kingdom and going to the Magic Kingdom because, and I know that's a weird combination, but that combination worked because the Magic Kingdom stayed open until 11 p.m. last night, and it ended up being such a great thing because after 9 p.m., that entire park opened up. All waits were... Um, at or around 25 minutes or below with the vast majority of the things being about five to ten minute waits with the exception of Seven Dwarves Mine Train um, and Peter Pan which I actually used Genie Plus in the morning time over at Animal Kingdom to make sure I booked and secured along with some other rides as well and since during this trip this it this isn't my that wasn't my only um, Magic Kingdom visit. I wasn't obsessed about getting to everything that I loved, but the thing is I actually did get to everything that I love, even with a break in the middle of the day. Um, but let's talk about the plans today. And this is day two. Since I actually stayed at those parks, you know, theoretically until um, after 11 p.m., guess what happened today? I overslept. <laughs> this is a thing that could really happen on your Disney vacation. You can't oversleep. It is currently 7.53 a.m. And it is um, 
It is Sunday, January the 23rd, 2022. And my original plan was to go to Hollywood Studios, but um, I actually changed those plans after getting in from the parks last night. So um, again, this is me just walking through these steps at home. So whenever I'm saying at the park last night, it's like theoretically if I would have been able to go. So I actually changed my park reservation last night because I knew getting in at 11 p.m. on one night and then trying to make sure that I got up to get a Rise of the Resistance and that I was at um, Hollywood Studios at 8.30 was not going to happen. And since the crowd level was only a difference in one point between um, Hollywood Studios going today or tomorrow, I just decided to push Hollywood Studios till tomorrow and go to Epcot today to get some extra sleep. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> but since it is after 7 a.m., the plan is to only go to one park, only go to um, Epcot, spend Epcot all day at Epcot with a break in the middle, all day at Hollywood Studios with a break at, in the middle tomorrow, and then our final day at the parks will be another Magic Kingdom visit and splitting that with Animal Kingdom at night because I want to see Pandora at night. Like, who doesn't want to see Pandora at night? So. Okay, so what are we doing now that we've woken up late? We've already changed our park reservation because you could do that as long as you haven't, you know, checked in anywhere. If you hadn't hit your wristband, get into a park somewhere, you could change that park reservation. Changed it over to Epcot. So now I'm in my My Disney Experience application and I'm editing my top picks um, so that I can easily book the things that I'm most interested in over at Hollywood Studios. So let's see what we can get. Let's see what we can get. You know, obviously the thing that I'm most afraid of is not getting a Remy. So I'm going to try to, you know, take care of that pretty early. And it looks like I can do that right now for $11. We have, um, and Remy is the individual Lightning Lane selection. So it's not just a, a it's not just a Genie Plus selection, it's the individual Lightning Lane selection, which means that I can just purchase it now. And the window that it had that it's starting at already right now is 4.40 p.m. So I'm gonna get that out of the way. We're getting Remy's right now. <laughs> so Remy's, and I'm writing this down just like I probably would at the park. I have this, um, I have this little, what I call a grocery store tablet. It's kind of one of those very, very small tablets that is almost, it's smaller than like your phone and you can flip it, flip the pages over. I'm just writing things like that on a tablet like that. Remy's 4.40 p.m. And then I have like a booked at. So I can know when, you know, the time that I booked that later on whenever I'm thinking about recapping the day. So I booked that at 7.56 a.m. Since that is an individual Lightning Lane selection, I can also book a Genie Plus as well, which, um, yeah, I can book one Genie Plus as well, and then two hours after the park open or after I tap in for that first ride, I can book the next Genie Plus. So let's see what the earliest Genie Plus selection that I can get is and just go from there. Because honestly, the most important to, thing to me at, at Epcot is going to be um, riding Frozen and Remy's. And I feel like everything else I would definitely get to. Uh, well, Test Track is looking. <laughs> Test Track is already out to 5 p.m. 
So waiting to book that might not be the smartest thing. So I might have to go ahead. And the thing is, I think I'll have enough time for everything. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and book a Genie Plus for Test Track. It's not as important to me as, um, as Frozen, but the booking windows have moved out to 5 p.m. already, and it is 7.58 a.m. So already I know that I purchased GD Plus this morning before actually getting on here. I just, you know, you, you get up, you purchase GD Plus, or you purchase GD Plus as soon as it becomes midnight. As soon as it's technically the day of, you can purchase it. So, you know, if I were truly exhausted from the part, just like I was honestly yesterday keeping up with all of that, you know, it's pretty exhausting, then I know that I would actually want to either book that before bed or if I totally was exhausted, I would have to book it this morning and that's fine. These selections are still here. Just FYI, Frozen Ever After, there's still some available at 10.25 a.m. and they're um, $11. So I feel like I have time to see what the Frozen Ever After line looks like at Rope Drop and um, I think I'll have enough time to actually purchase that. You know, in real life, if this trip wasn't canceled, what I would be doing now is, um, is actually getting ready to leave to head to that parking lot so I could park and get into that park. So, see you at the next update. All right, so frozen ever after, 40 minutes, standby wait um, at park open. So definitely rope dropping frozen. Looks like it's gonna be a really light day over here at Epcot good news all right it is currently 11 a.m. and I've already gotten the the top things done in the park with the exception of Remy's I'm keeping my Remy's individual lightning lane reservation which is for 4 440 today but I've already done test track and I've already done frozen and walked around today on the crowd calendar on touring plans the the crowd level today for epcot is two and that's definitely i mean i don't know exactly what that means i mean they're the experts on crunching that data but it is definitely a low crowd not crowded feeling day at epcot makes sense like you know sunday morning people are probably traveling to and fro um, either in or out and so and and most of the time people's first and last parks aren't Epcot, so it makes sense. So that a Sunday at Epcot would be, you know, a lower crowd and, and at this point in the month of January. It's January 23rd. So I've actually decided to do something. I do have um, the Touring Plans application that helps me with these plans, but I in no shape, way, or means have exclusively gone by what their plans have dictated for me on any given day. However, with Epcot being as light as it is, I think it's a good day to just take a break from the genie <laughs> and continue forward. So my biggest error today was actually purchasing Genie Plus to begin with because I'm not getting anything useful out of purchasing Genie Plus. Uh, the useful purchase that I had today was getting Remy's an individual lightning lane because by the time I actually got up and looked at the available times, <laughs> which was almost an hour after the 7 a.m. window, it was almost 8 a.m. before I bought it, they were already rolling at, you know, 4.30, you know, 4.55. And so by the time I got in there and refreshed, it was 4, 4.40 p.m. for 11 bucks. And again, I booked that at about 8 o'clock this morning. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you 
the steps that I'm going to use, which is straight from Turing plans. I'm going to take their recommendations based on the things that I put into it that I wanted to see today. The park hours today are from 10 to 9, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. However, I'm on the resort, so therefore I can take advantage of the early park entry for resort guests, Disney resort guests. So here at 9.30, able to get frozen test track out of the way and walk a, a great deal of the pavilion, which is a part of the experience. But here is the rest of the day. I'm just gonna literally do exactly what this plan tells me to do with other things in between. Like I did not put all of my meals in here, but I did put that midday break. So here we go. Let me give you some times. Reflection of China at 11, 11.29, uh, the three Caballeros, 11.47, Epcot Experience, 12.10, Spaceship Earth, 12.37, taking a stop at the Disney Performing Arts Showcase or just exploring um, Epcot because it is Festival of the Arts happening and what a wonderful day to go on a low crowd day when you don't have those long lines for those really, really interesting food options. And then after that, it's time to go to the hotel. So I leave, I go to the hotel. I think I probably don't have to be back until um, my Remy's Ratatouille and that is also what Touring Plans is recommending too. My Remy's uh, window opens at 4.40. I'll probably get to the park, back to the park around five. So Remy's at five, take in some of the Broadway concert series as I'm eating some things, hopefully, um, and then go ahead and get on Mission Space. You know, maybe it would be a better idea to eat after Mission Space, which is totally fine. If I'm coming in fresh from the hotel, I will have some refreshments that I picked up along the way. I'd plan on picking up groceries at Target in Gainesville on the drive. So I would have um, definitely had some light lunch there in the hotel room so i shouldn't be too too hungry i would probably wait to eat until after missions okay so hotel remy's at 5 525 broadway concert series 622 mission space and then eat <laughs> and then eat on a walk to awesome planet at 654 go to soren at 718 living with the land 736 p.m the seas with nemo and friends at 758 and also taking advantage of looking at the exhibits after that ride for a good 15 minutes because I really, really love aquariums, going to aquariums, so I know I'd, I'd at least spend that much time there. And then uh, while I'm in the area, Figment at 826. And then after that, I would say grabbing more food, a little bit of food from somewhere and setting up for Harmonious, you know, that's gonna happen at nine before the end of the park day. So, and this is actually, I think, what I would actually do in the park. I think I still would have made the mistake of buying Jenny Plus <laughs> when you don't need it on a low, low crowd day like this. Um, I still would have bought uh, Remy's and I still would have rope drop Frozen. And then probably at the point where I would have realized, oh, I don't need to use Jenny Plus today because literally all of the posted wait times in the Disney app are showing, let's see, let's get a new refresh on this. Oh, wow. You know, Mission Space is 10 minutes. Let's see, what are the mo what are the heavy times? Remy's, which I already have a pass for, and Frozen and Test Track, which I've already ridden. 
So yeah, Soren, their weight will go down in the evening and then everything else, Soren is 40 minutes at this point in time in the day, 11 a.m., but everything else is 15 minutes or less. I still would have probably made the mistake, but I also would have decided, you know what, at the point where I've bought the Genie, but I don't need it, I'm actually gonna give myself a break away from the phone. That's probably not gonna be the case. I know that's not gonna be the case for Hollywood Studios and my additional Magic Kingdom day. However, you know, here at Epcot on a low crowd day definitely don't need it lesson learned okay so this is future dana here thank you for tuning in but we are not done yet i actually decided to combine park strategy day two and day three so that was epcot day which epcot was sunday january the 23rd and now i'm going to show you what my day looked like on monday january the 24th in hollywood studios again thanks for listening to dana's disney days keep listening all right holy cow it is 7 a.m on Monday, January the 24th. Today for me is Hollywood Studios Day. And for whatever reason, Slinking Dog Dash does not have any return times, but did grab a Star Wars A Rise of the Resistance for, let's see, I, I screen capped that because I went ahead and did that and came back to get a Slinky Dog. <laughs> and there weren't any Slinky Dogs there. So that kind of was scary for 4.45 p.m. So I got the rise for 4.45 p.m. And golly gosh. And I got a Slinky Dog for 6.50. Oh my goodness. Wow. If you're going to Hollywood Studios, even if the park seems empty that day, even if everything else is, is giving you 9 a.m., you have to do Genie Plus and buy the individual Lightning Lane selections. Um, of course, Rise is an individual Lightning Lane selection. I've never seen it less than $15, so it, of course, was $15 out there. Uh, Slinky Dog isn't, so, you know, I just went ahead and grabbed that time, which was 6.50 p.m. For whatever reason, at 7 a.m., it didn't populate any any times yet. I was kind of worried, but I think probably what that does on the app is it pushes up. Oh, there's my dog. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, so what I was saying, I think what that does, whenever you see Rise out here and Slinky Dog isn't out here yet, I mean, everybody's going to, to do what's available, you know what I mean? And what's most urgent to get. So instead of having some folks go over to, you know, Slinky Dog and some people go to Rise and then vice versa, you end up with everybody going to Rise and that Rise time was instantly high as soon as I, as soon as it hit 7, 7 a.m. I just refreshed just now in Rise of the Resistance. The window starts at 7.40 p.m. For Slinky Dog, it's saying that there are no Genie Pluses available already. So just to recap what I did this morning, you get up, you buy Genie Plus, you know, go ahead and edit your selections to make sure the things that you're interested in grabbing, um, either an individual Lightning Lane selection, which would cost money or a genie plus are selected and then you go ahead and hit refresh and that's the thing there's several different ways to skin a cat in here the way that i just did it which might not even be the right way is i would already be on the ride like i would already be in the app and looking at star wars rise of the resistance for example well actually this morning i actually looked at slinky dog first um and so I'm looking at Slinky Dog, the cute little dog's at the top, and it has your forecasted weight, and it has a picture that says Lightning Lane. I hit Lightning Lane, 
populating your tip board, it refreshes and it comes back up. Guys, whenever I just did that just now while I was talking to you, it just gave me a return time of 325. So definitely don't give up if you see that it's saying no Genie Plus is available. Um, I think folks are definitely, the, the people that study these apps and use them every day, they're definitely right. It's 7.08 at this point. So they must have dumped some more times in. Um, so, you know, just keep trying. There's different times that you can find on the internet that people dump in. This is not that type of podcast. I'm just telling you what I would be doing if I would not have canceled my trip at this particular time if I were in the Disney parks. Today would be my Hollywood Studio Day, and I'm so happy to say that I already have my Rise and Slinky Dog selected. Of course, since I've already selected one genie plus that means i'm gonna um i'm not gonna be able to select anything else until two hours after the park open and uh, from that point on basically you know whenever i scan in you know to my first ride that i've booked which my first ride that i've booked is slinky dog <laughs> i always have to remember i do put a note in my notebook uh, that says okay rise 4 45 p.m 15 dollars slinky dog 6 50 p.m uh, and i just put gp I mean a G plus sign and I and I always put a booked at time so I booked that at 7 a.m. Um, really I booked rise at 7 7 a.m. and it was probably just a few moments after 7 that I booked um, the slinky dog and honestly actually it was about 7.02 a.m. because nothing was there guys like whenever I kept refreshing the slinky dog it was kind of scary I was like you know did I really miss out on this am I going to have to like properly rope drop this which I wouldn't mind doing but you know I chose days with low crowds for reasons I don't want to stand in a long queue at any point in time in the day it doesn't matter whether it's at the very beginning of the day only with resort guests I don't want to do that so thankfully and and I know that sometimes you can still end up um, standing in a line whenever you've booked a genie plus or if you've bought a individual lightning lane selection I do understand that you know if a lot of people that have booked that same thing at that same time all converge on the lightning lane line you still might have to wait but it lowers the probability that I might have to wait and so you know, I was getting kind of a little sad whenever I didn't see anything populating there. Um, the other individual lightning lane at Hollywood Studios is Mickey and Minnie. I actually am pretty confident I can get in the Mickey and Minnie line um, and wait less than 20 minutes. That's the thing. If it's around 20 minutes or less, I, I can really handle that pretty well. From what I've just observed from, you know, the different sources online, so from YouTube videos, from all the blogs, you know, that are out there about Disney, and there are a lot of them, is that Mickey and Minnie's uh, goes down as the park gets closer to closing time. And so, you know, I'm less worried about getting a good Mickey and Minnie's time. I got the rides that I needed to get. So at this point, you know, in real life, the park today is open. Let's see, just to make sure, 9 to 9. So Hollywood Studios is open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I will be there, or I would be there, it's so sad, um, at 8.30 a.m. because I'd be a resort guest. You know, rope drop, 
Millennium Falcon, to be honest. I'm gonna rope jot Millennium Falcon. And honestly, that little pause that I just took right there was just to write down literally RD, um, Millennium Falcon. So I know, you know, where I'm going to be at what time. And see, now that I have three things in my mind that have to happen at a particular time, I also just write like a little itinerary that goes from like every hour from 8.30 a.m. to, you know, 9 p.m. And as I'm going through the day, you know, booking Genie Pluses, I will fill those in for the for the ride windows, the return time windows that I'm able to select over time. Um, and then I also write down my next thing to do. So if the park opens at 9, then I know at 11 a.m. I need to be making another Genie Plus selection. You know, 11, 1, 1, 3, 5, etc etc because you can make one every two hours okay and at this time it is 7 15 in the morning park opens at 8 30 so i would be doing this from my car <laughs> i would be doing this from my car because i would be i would i would be in line if not you know i'd be in line to park my car at the park again a recap my plan was to drive down and then drive to each park each day because the first buses are very very crowded i'm not comfortable with that i literally saw the reports of people saying you know they were packed like sardines is the quote i saw um on the buses um especially leaving the parks um each day and so i was like you know i don't want to be reliant on the bus system if i'm not comfortable with traveling that way right now and so I would literally be in my car about to park or parking at the moment um, because I would want my physical body to be at the park an hour before I can get in. And so an hour before I can get in is 7.30. All right, I'll see you at the next check-in. Hey, thank you for listening to Dana's Disney Days. I don't know why I'm missing the rest of my recording, but I do have my meticulous notes and I also have my screen caps right here. So I can actually give you the line by line of exactly what I did whenever I was planning my, my day for the day at Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. So the plan was to rope drop, remember I'm a resort guest, so I would be there at 8.30 a.m., rope drop Millennium Falcon and then go to Sunset and ride Tower of Terror and try to ride Rock and Roller Coaster as well. Then come back to Galaxy's Edge where I could do standby star tours and also mobile order a Ronto wrap, <laughs> the breakfast one that everybody is raving about. I I'll tell you what, those things do not look that great in the app. If you go to like mobile order as if you were in the park, it actually gives you pictures of the food instead of just a menu of the description. So the picture looks horrible um, in the app, but whenever I see people on YouTube with it, it looks absolutely delicious. So at this point, I would be ordering a Ronto wrap to eat it around um, after star tours. I would plan to eat it after star tours, ordering it you know, well earlier than that, probably ordering that at um, Rope Drop, to be honest, because I do know at Hollywood Studios, I was very much interested in going to Beauty and the Beast and Indiana Jones, and that's exactly what I did in my plan on this day with the app. Beauty and the Beast at 11 a.m. and I did that uh, via standby. So you know, getting the Ronto wrap right after Star Tours um, and kind of going on to Beauty and the Beast to get ready for that 11 a.m. show, and then actually getting out of that show and going and seeing Indiana Jones as well. That's a 30-minute show after Indiana Jones at 12 p.m. Going to Muppet 3D, getting a little bit of a snack and maybe doing a photo pass as well as visiting. 
Minnie Mouse between 12 and 1. Um, oh, it looks like I have three things between 12 and 1.30. Muppet 3D, visit Minnie Mouse, photo pass, and also get some type of 50th anniversary snack before leaving the park at 1.30 p.m. Then I would return to the park at 4.30 p.m. for my 4.40 p.m. Rise of the Resistance. And I also, over my break, was able to pull a August Cantina reservation for 5.25 p.m. Um, one of the things that I did not get a chance to do with my original reservation was really book any dining reservations because I booked the trip so close to the date that I was planning on going on the trip. I booked the trip on like December 16th or 17th and I scheduled the trip for January the 21st uh, through the 26th. So I really didn't um, have any dining reservations and I was just overjoyed to see that August Cantina. So pro tip, I guess, and I've actually heard this tip out there before, that many people will cancel within the 24-hour window, like right before that ends. So if you know that you're going to a park on a particular day and you don't have a dining reservation at one of those restaurants that require one, check the app and see, you know, the little dining tab to see if there's anything available like day of or 24 hours even before you would think you would plan on going because I actually saw that Ogas and I know if I was in the park that day I'd be looking at Ogas because I wanted a reservation so bad and couldn't get one and I would definitely have gotten this 525. So <laughs> Rise of the Resistance at 440. I also planned some time to look in the gift shop there because it's really neat stuff in that gift shop so I, I put cushion some time there before snagging a Toy Story Mania. I actually snagged a to Toy Story Mania at the 1 p.m. Um, time frame when I could book something. So at 1 p.m. I booked Toy Story for uh, 5.35 p.m. The window opens at 5.35. So after Rise, I would go straight to the gift shop and then to Oga's really, because the window that I can return to Toy Story is from 5.35 to 6.35. So after, and you can only stay in Oga's a maximum of 45 minutes. So, and you're right there, Galaxy's Egg Edge and um, to Toy Story are right there, you know, pretty close, relatively close together in the park. So I'd go to my Toy Story and then I would have some time to visit the Baseline Tap House, which closes at seven. So after Toy Story, I would book it over to Baseline Tap House and have a little bit more health, like a heftier type of snack or meal. I really kind of like that charcuterie board and the beer flight is what I was looking at. So I would probably go there, do that, do a photo pass because my slinky dog reservation would be at 6.50 p.m. And I also um, saw that the wait times were low for a 7 p.m. Mickey and Minnie's. And I already had a, um, I actually was able to book a rock and roller coaster for my 3 p.m. Um, window to be able to book another genie plus so i booked the rock and roller coaster at um, 3 p.m for 7 25 p.m return time so even though i've already potentially have ridden this my plan was to ride this at rope drop since i was riding it at rope drop standby obviously i had it free to book again as a genie plus and that's exactly what i did at the 3 p.m um segment and really at that point it looks like i have really checked off everything on my list for hollywood studios at this point you know all the way up to to basically 8 p.m 
and the park is open until nine. So probably what I would do um, at Hollywood Studios is to just try to use any unused and available photo passes. I know some of those areas close a little bit earlier than the park does, so maybe that's not possible, but I would try. I'd also um, look over you know, my dining notes to see if there were any 50th anniversary snacks that I would like to try. I know that there's some type of um, really, there's some type of really good looking like carrot cake, whoopie pie situation. I know that's not the name of it and probably somebody's screaming it right now, but um, that looks really delicious. And I know that that's available in one of the shops that's um, kind of closer to the entrance of the park. And so maybe I would plan on stopping by there if, if that you know, store is open at the time and getting that to go because I think that would be absolutely delicious with some coffee or tea in the morning the next day. So, but that is how my Hollywood Studios day would actually go for Monday, January the 24th. I literally wrote down everything I did and when I booked it at what times and it looks like I would get to everything with an hour to spare. So now I do, I do want to say something there. You do have to plan for walking in between these rides and that's one of the things and I am no in no way you know paid by <laughs> by them to say this but that is one thing that the touring plans actually takes into consideration for you that the you know the my disney experience app will not they will let you if you have the ability to if you're eligible to book another you know genie plus they'll let you book that genie plus on overlapping times, it doesn't even matter, not considering anything like that because you're supposed to kind of keep up with that. But what the touring plans does is consider, you know, how long it takes you to get between things. And so specifically on this Hollywood Studios day, um, I tried to mirror the things that I wanted to do as I was getting lightning lane return, or not lightning, yeah, well, whenever I was getting those lightning lane return times, whenever I booked a Genie Plus or an individual attraction selection <laughs> that costs money, when I did either one of those things to book a lightning lane selection, the touring plans um, application took the walking between things into account. So for example, whenever I had to go from uh, the Toy Story Mania to the Baseline Tap House, it gave me a lot of time there knowing that I wanted to get from Toy Story Mania all the way to Baseline Tap House. It took that into consideration. And so I really, really you know, enjoyed kind of using both that day, but I will say doing so, what kept me looking on my phone quite a bit during this Hollywood Studios day. So I hope that was helpful for somebody. It certainly helped me get it all off my chest, what my plans would have been if I would have been able to go on my Disney trip. I do have one more park day left, park day number four, which is Tuesday, January the 25th, where I'll go to Magic Kingdom first and Animal Kingdom second, and I'll tell you why I do that in the next episode. I hope to see you over there. Thank you for listening to Dana's Disney Days. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Mm -hmm.